0: This is The Ed Show. Welcome back to Max Out, everybody. we got a great show today. Don't start smiling already. I'm so excited. <laughs> I went to <laughs> what the higher register. That? I did it. Where was that? I haven't heard that out of you See, ever. See, we, <laughs> we were talking off camera about my incredibly deep voice, and one of the reasons we were talking about this is because this is one of the most observant people on planet Earth, I think, and also one of the funniest. You
1: realize I'm watching everything you I do. I know, am doing it. I'm watching everything you do right now. I'm using the deeper tone of the voice, presentational. Make sure that people can max out, do what they need to do, this is what it's all about. And I don't care, I, listen, I was at the gym the other day. I, I know you probably saw me there. A lot of people do it, you know why? Because I was shooting an Instagram video from the gym. So you knew I was at the gym because not everybody goes to the gym and we got
0: everybody at the gym through me. Oh, we're gonna do this, aren't we? Today, this is awesome. Um, this is for, this is Frank. I Caliendo. didn't even let
1: you intro me. No, See, but, you were worried about me talking enough. You're yeah. like, wait, wait, what can we do? What can we do to get through this? We're gonna. Uh, I made a checklist. What I like, what you need to do is write things down. And if you don't write things down, how do you know that you're gonna be doing them? So what I do is I make a checklist for everything I do. Then I make a checklist of all my checklists for today. Today, I have, for just today, 32,400 checklists, and I've got them all. They're up here. You know why? Because I work at this. I make this happen every single time. A lot of people, if I did this and this was your hand, it would go through it. It would go through your hand, but it doesn't. You know why? Because I work this hand as much as I work this hand. Bilateral. I don't even know if that's the right word. I told you, you weren't gonna get, gonna, you would never say that, you never know. I don't know if that's the right, you'd be like, that is the right word.
0: That is literally that's the right literally, word. Literally, I saw
1: that post too. Yeah, yeah. I've been actually watching a lot of your posts. You should. Uh, no, because I need it. Mm-hmm. I found, I know we wanted to go into, yeah. uh, I told you your interview would be me interviewing <laughs> myself. Awesome. That's why I have Morgan Freeman in my head going, yeah. that's when the audience realized this guy wasn't quite sane. <laughs> Um, so good. Truth is, he was trying to figure out what he was going to ask next, but Frank wouldn't give it a chance. Well, that's just the way it was at Shaw, Frank. Either get busy living or you get busy lying or dying. I'm not really sure which it is, lie or die, but it all fits together. All right,
0: so let's get back on track. Let's figure out where we're going. Mike, everything okay? It is Mike too, right?
1: Usually there's nine guys doing Mike's job, but I trained him. I trained him. I brought him up, brought him up the peak. You don't even do this, but this is what I'm creating you to be. This is what people are going to start doing Like people start, it's it's a signature move. Yeah, it's up the peak. We're not talking, we're not talking about a little mountain climber. We're not talking about the price is right. We're talking about peak. Peak performance, maxing out, max out, peak, max, good, peak, max, good. I'm gonna get a hat about that. I'm gonna put it on my hat. It's probably too big. You know what? Get a bigger head. Get a bigger head with a bigger hat, and you're gonna peak, max out. I forgot what it was already. Oh my god! All right, so I'm crying. No, I'm what. Yeah, Can no. I introduce
0: you? Uh, no, yeah. Go this ahead. is Frank Caliendo, everybody. Okay, go ahead.
1: Uh, so. I, we're, I, 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 bring it back, <laughs> go to the deep
0: voice, stop the porky pig stuff, and we'll figure it out. Uh, oh, my gosh. So, I don't well, really you need asked to, me
1: a question a I while ago. I don't
0: think I ever got oh, one. Oh, you didn't get to the no, question yet? There. That's probably the problem. I've been giving you answers,
1: and no questions have come out. So, in this is my life. i just seeing yeah. a little bit about your life, and your yeah. house, and watching your posts, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I can tell a lot about you. You can. And I believe this is what, I think it's, I'm a comedian, for those of you who don't know. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of impressions, but I watch people. And yeah. I think you do a lot of watching people. Just watching your uh, post about um, y- using the words that other people use. Yep. Th- th- there's a, is the word psychology or sociology, or mm-hmm. just, there's anology. There's an analogy an there. There's an mm-hmm. um, Chronologically, <laughs> which is a word I just made up, but it's <laughs> coined and used in 42 countries now. <laughs> What are we going to do? Up the peak, max, out. <laughs> uh, oh, out. Like a baseball umpire. We're so, gonna, so we're going to peak. max,
0: max, out. It's my new signature move. Um,
1: so, <laughs> as you can tell, I'm pretty much all over the place. And yeah. I feel like you, yeah. whether you started out this way or not, mm-hmm. you, were, you are a person who does, you set goals. Yes. You set goals and you constantly set goals. Mm-hmm. And that's how you, you live your life. And it's fun for you, I think. It is. Because achieving the goals... Or what give you those endorphins and go? I just did it. Like yeah. I texted you something and I got a bam back,
0: the, right? Did I give you a bam? Yeah, I got yeah. a bam. Yeah.
1: So um, it wasn't it wasn't even emoji that was created before that day. <laughs> Apple heard me say it, knew it was gonna be something. I didn't even say it It was just a text, but hey, that's why we're going up the Out. Oh, um, oh so I'm all over the place. That's that's one of the difficulty thing of the difficult things, and when I've been watching some of your stuff. It's yeah. like, I'm going, this is all the stuff I need to hear. Thank and you. I'm not doing this as a commercial for you. Mm-hmm. Um, although, this place you live in, what a dump. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable how beautiful this place is. So <laughs> I live in the desert, uh, and I'm doing well. You, I, I'm, you are I'm doing, doing well. We're we not
0: allowed the, to tell them how well you're doing? Is that part uh, what we're not supposed to tell them? I don't care.
1: It's, mm-hmm. That's why I... I, I, I did, nobody really knows, mm-hmm. because I've always... I am kind of a regular guy. I don't dress up. Mm-hmm. Like I, I usually, I put jeans on just because of this and I got the black shirt, yeah, you know, jeans memo. memo. Yeah. So people just see me as this kind of a schlumpy guy. And so I don't he's you know, I don't, even, I don't even brush my hair off. They're like, look at this. They should have done a little bit more with that because you're, you're well-groomed. <laughs> I mean, you, you took time to figure out what parts of your face you wanted hair on and what you didn't. I just Correct. went like this in yeah. the shower to yeah. even look. So you spend that time but it's details. it's detail oriented,
0: and that's, but how have you become successful if you have none of that? Like I'll- you where you live, we won't talk about you own multiple homes where you live. You've had a career. I've been watching you for, since like '95 on Mad TV is when I first saw you. So when was that? 23 yeah, years. Was
1: pro- yeah, it was probably yeah, probably a little later than that. I was probably I started Mad TV around 2000. I was on a okay. show called, on the WB called Hype. Okay. The first thing that the big thing that happened to me was on the NFL on Fox. Jimmy Kimmel was there. Yep. And he brought me in at the time. There's a story about he had a guy who did a John Madden impression, which is what I became totally known for. Pigeonholing before getting myself out of it. But uh, so he had a guy who did John Madden. His producer had a guy who did a John Madden impression. For the people who don't remember John Madden, he's not a video game creator. He mm-hmm. was actually an NFL coach um, and uh, Hall of Fame broadcaster and coach. Yeah. So he brought me in to, be, to do this sketch, Madden for President. And I took a pair of hedge clippers and cut off the Madden eyebrows, which, uh, and <laughs> I guess uh, Madden, the story goes that uh, Jimmy after he did that sketch the next day Madden had cut his eyebrows no trimmed way. them a no lot way. better but he had a he had a guy who did John Madden his producer had a guy who did John Madden they were fighting over which guy they were going to use I was both guys like I would, everybody wanted me to do it they just didn't know it was Frank Caliendo at the time yeah, and the Madden I voice I mean, you, know, you, you say all the things you can say and you do all the things you can do and then boom and the Madden impression went from just talking like the regular guy to becoming this sometimes the impressions become more fun for me to make them characters, so they're not sounding like the person anymore. And people yeah. don't always understand this, because you know, I could sound pretty much exactly like he is, or, I mean, this guy, this crazy, you know. <laughs> the crazy kind of Jeez. thing. I was on a show called, uh, Mad TV, as you know, and. Mm. Uh, Will Sasso, I was on the show with Will Sasso, and he did that with a character, Kenny Rogers. And he's like, I'm Kenny Rogers! And he would do this thing and he turned it into this whole other character. And that's how you do multiple sketches. If you only do the impression of the person, it gets boring. Gotcha. Create, Make something big out of it and make it more of a cartoon character. Dana Carvey's the greatest. Yeah, yeah. Dana Carvey, Nat Gandette, you know, all those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, but do you,
0: you've you've had this long career, let's be honest. It's very difficult. I'm, I'm gonna do some serious stuff today. Cause I'm already, I've, I've already been crying, so. But there, are people, I said this about J-Lo, like there's very few people been relevant in the public eye for like yeah, 20 but, something that's years. A
1: high, that's a much higher level obviously too, Jlo at the to stay. I,
0: and, I don't disagree with that, but uh, still you've been at a high level. You've been on people's televisions or like people that are watching this right now there's very few people who are looking at you right now who are saying, I've never seen this guy before.
1: Yeah, and a lot of times people have seen me and they think I'm going to be, like I've lost a bunch of weight too. But mm-hmm. people, one thing from TV, people always expect me to be taller and fatter. And when you're on TV, they'll tell you that. Yeah. They're like, I thought you'd be way taller, man. I'm like, sorry. I get that
0: all the time too. Right. Taller yeah. and bigger. That's right. what they always yeah. tell well, me. You do, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, you're big. Yeah, but, but you're, You thought I was bigger.
1: I did think you'd be... Yeah. Uh, I, I, thicker is probably the word, yes, yeah. but not... I think I was thicker. I've actually oh, that shrunk. Oh, what it
0: is? But today's not about me, but okay, I have shrunk. It's going to keep mindset. coming back to you. But, but so are you being really honest? Because I told you I interviewed Sebastian Maniscalco, who's also a comic and become a, a comedian. And, um, and I don't consider him just a comedian because he's an actor. I don't consider you just a comedian either because of the impressions and your acting ability. And frankly, your insights into like human beings and behavior. Right. So that would be underselling you. But having said that, he told me his only goal. Like he's had one goal, which was to be a stand up. That's what he wanted to do. And he has also not been good, even though he's become this incredibly successful guy like you have. You've really not had a lot of goals, is that true? No,
1: my initial goal was just to be, because I didn't even want to be a comedian. I was. People always used to say, you should be a comedian. I'm like, I, I don't have any interest in that. I didn't know, I wanted to be in sports journalism, a broadcast, um, I was a broadcast uh, journalism major in college. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. So, and then I realized I'd have to go work in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Nothing against Eau Claire, Wisconsin. I like, Mm -hmm. I gotta just ask stories about the high school baseball Mm -hmm. players. I don't like sticking a mic in somebody's face. I wanted to be the person interviewed and I liked watching some of the people on The Tonight Show and stuff like that. So my goal, my one big goal was to be a guest on late night television. And I got there, and I got there pretty quickly within a few years. Hmm. So then I didn't have other goals. I didn't have other plans. I didn't know what I wanted to be. Hmm. I mean, I remember even talking to Jimmy Kimmel about that when I came and did his NFL on Fox stuff before I got the job. He's like, what else am I gonna do? This is him talking. I wanna be a talk show host because that's what, I don't wanna be an actor, I don't wanna be. At the time, I didn't either. I had no interest in being an actor. And now as I get older, the art side of it, as opposed to the business, because I always feel like, I've really focused on the business of things. Okay. Because there's two things you can do. You can really try to get famous,
0: yeah.
1: um, or and, and a lot of that comes from the art, um, or you can try to make a lot of money. And money and money and the art aren't always the same thing, or and they're not even close sometimes. That's exactly right, yes. Um, so, that I, and I went for the, it was always about the money. How can I make the most amount of money really? here? And okay. it's not always the best choice in your career, mm. because, as far as diversity in your, let's say diversity in your portfolio, yeah, it's very similar to that. Hmm. Um, if you look at somebody's, like people know me from the impressions and people even more narrowly know me from the sports impressions. Yeah, What's that audience? That's like putting all your money into bonds. Yeah. So now I'm just on this plateau and I don't have anything else that can go up and there's the risk factors not very high. Yep. So I'm just right here and I kind of did this and then just sat there. I got to a certain level, was very happy with where I was at but then I also had kids. Mm-hmm. And when I had kids, it changed everything because that was my number one priority. Getting married, who cares? My, <laughs> she's <laughs> not gonna see this, is it? Can we mm-hmm. edit that? Can we, have, can we take the peak and then
0: go down to a plateau? No, yeah, she, the, no. Michelle, we muted that but, for you. No. Okay. But,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> but my, my kids, I just wanted to be around my kids more. I was working in Vegas. I was chartering a plane to go back and forth to Vegas three times a week. Whoa. Um, because I lived in Phoenix, and I wanted to take my kids to school some. And I didn't want to miss mm. that. But I was missing too much. Mm. So, and I didn't want to move to Vegas because I just didn't feel, like they were already acclimated to, mm. to the Phoenix area, and I didn't <clears> want to move around. I didn't know how long the Vegas thing was going to last. So,
0: that's what I did. So, I wanna say something about that. There's two types of people that I see that are successful. You have to have one of the two. And I think you're studying more like maybe what Sebastian was. There's like super goal-oriented people that just, like you said, like me, they write these things down, there's 3,000 checklists, there's all the things they want. That is one type of person who becomes successful. There's also people who have this like, what I'd call like obsession-type focus. Like, they're just super-obsessed, focused people. You strike me more like the latter. Like I don't, I don't believe that someone can get as have the longevity you've had. Obviously, one of the reasons you've had longevity is you're uniquely talented, uniquely skilled, right? right. But you ha- you've you've been really career focused for a long time until you had the kids, yes. right? Yes, and when
1: I and, and even even then I still was. I just took breaks and was home more. But when I would go uh, before the family, before my family, what I would do is I would go to a city. And I would, if I was doing a club, you do three nights. Let's say Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'd get there on Tuesday. I'd start doing the radio and the local media on Tuesday to sell everything out. Other people would get there on Thursday afternoon. Yeah. And they would do the press on Friday. So they're Friday, Saturday. Now, there might have been people who could sell more tickets than me on the whole weekend without even showing up. Yeah. But I would spend an extra. Then I'd be adding shows. Yeah,
0: you're the grinder. And,
1: and, <clears throat> and this was at the time when radio was what social media has kind of become. Mm-hmm. And they kind of intertwine at a certain point. Like, it's difficult now because a lot of the clubs and theaters, they don't even understand the power of terrestrial radio, still works. Mm-hmm. You just have to be special and interesting to make it work because they all have their own social media as well. Good point. But what they what they do is they just rely on people's social media. So I if I go to a club, I have a different process for selling tickets than other people do, mm. because I'm just a different I'm a, I'm a different animal, and they don't see it that
0: much. Interesting, man. So you do. This is cool. You, you. I like getting inside, like, right. Because let's let's like, you're hilarious and talented and all that, but like, it has been an incredibly long career, and it's and and successful, and now I think kind of go to a different scope and a different level too. But like, that's the reason. The reason is you're a grinder, you're a horse, you're obsessively focused. I
1: was, and mm-hmm. then I took a break. He
0: told me and that. And when I take
1: yep. the break, that's the difficult thing for me. Cause I was, if you take that break and you are the grinder, I think it, it, it hurts you because that's what I've always been.
0: Yep. That's and your that, recipe. And
1: that was the thing that, yes, that was the yep. recipe for success yep. was get out there, be on the ground, mm-hmm. hit it, ro- roll, ro- march and get whatever, uh, two uh, sayings I want to mix together. You were almost pulling that off right there. Yeah, I was close, but I called it before you could.
2: (laughs) I almost went Trump on that. That would have been tremendous, just to put a couple of things together. Right now, probably the number one podcast Ed has ever done. Now, Ed, let me show you, you do incredible podcasts. A lot of great, and a lot of people are talking about them. What, how many many downloads? Over 42 billion in the last (laughs) one alone. 42 billion (laughs) downloads, and now me, we're going to double that. It's going to be incredible. (laughs) Look, I don't even have to look at the people. I can just see, I can see. I can actually see. It seems like I can look through my eyelids, but what I'm doing, I have tiny little TV screens on HD, 5K. Not a lot of people have big screen 5K. I've actually got them on the inside of my eyelids. It's like Ant-Man from Endgame. And take a look what's going on here, it's incredible. I can also make them huge, which I do. not I have hands the size of Wreck-It Ralph. That's how big they are. It's incredible. He's the only guy,
1: I talk about this in my act, he's the only guy who can describe a word with the same word. It'd be like, that's incredibly incredible.
0: <laughs> and I stay away from
1: politics too. I like, I talk about politicians wow. because they're characters, yeah. but I always, I, I, I've never, I've, I've, even when George W. Bush was president, I was in Texas, people would come up to me and go, I'll be, you know, just talking like this. God. Just uh, making it happen. You know, and people would come up to me and go in the same one. They would be like in the same show. People go, "You must really love him," and other people go, "Oh, you must really hate him." And that's where I wanted to be, where like people don't know where I'm coming from politically. Because Gosh, because that's you're not different. my I,
0: job. Can, first off, everybody, <laughs> um, if you're listening to this on audio, you're laughing your ass off and obviously learning a lot too. But you have to go see the YouTube. Let's make
2: with- this the number one downloaded. <laughs> Ed lead YouTube video. We can Ed, tell them, talk, talk to the camera, talk to your camera. I'll be in here with my giant hands. It's hard to keep them
0: out. Um, when you did the bush, though, right now. It's those ass. My gosh, brother. Like the fit. Some of the things you do, uh, the Morgan Freeman is, is the voice. It's right? all
1: the voice because that's the voice is the most important thing. Okay. With Morgan Freeman, you couldn't do it. And that's the way, even though if he's a child, ah, mm. yes, that's how I was in third grade, sonny. <laughs> uh, but it's the voice. The closer you can get, the better it is. It's not making it the caricature yeah. but it's the face everything shows and then the, the voice doesn't even have to be that good yeah. because you're selling 100 you're selling physical you're selling the auditory yeah. you're selling all of it you're selling a character you're not just selling one piece now you'd said to me off, off screen you're like uh, before we started you're like you uh, you, you said to uh, hey you're the best impressionist yes in the world i go i'm not there are people who are better there are people who can do dead-on impressions better than me and more of them, but how do they sell them? Do they create them? Char- create characters out of them? Mm. And that's one of the things I've been really mm. good at and marketing and making, and the, 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 the sports side of it, which is what people really know me from, yeah. but we barely talk to any sports. Yeah. So I have this niche of where people, when they hear me on the radio or something like that, they come out to see, and it's a lot of sports fans, yeah. and I hit
2: the sports stuff, mm-hmm. and did you see that fly? I saw that I fly. Saw it too. I saw that fly. Yeah. And that, you know what, we invited that fly. We wanted it to be here.
0: But that's a good example. I want you to go there, right here. First off, we're talking a lot about selling something and marketing, which obviously, as you're listening to this, you're being entertained, but like, what are the applications? Right. And what, think about that key, right, what you just yeah. said there. You're
1: entertaining while selling. It's, yeah. it's actually selling and marketing, and it's secondary. It seems secondary. Mm-hmm. It's actually, what are we trying to sell here in a lot? We're trying to sell you, we're trying to sell mm-hmm. me, we're trying to sell people believing what you have to say in the future mm-hmm. and what you've said in the past. So right. we are trying to sell something here, yeah. but entertaining is really what we're doing and what it seems on the surface to be the most important thing.
0: Yeah, and I think personally, just to jump with you, I think How scared were you
1: to t- You started out by doing a lot of touching and hitting me, and I, then you like you started- co- I like, didn't realize like, how strong you were. I'm gonna yeah, be
0: honest with you. It's a, I didn't know until we got closer. Yeah. <laughs> but I gotta, I, everyone, I want you to hear this, everyone. like. In the age of social media, even those of you that are in sales or in marketing, one, you can hear how cognizant an entertainer is of this, the priority of that. But also the second thing is like everything now has to have an entertainment aspect to it. Even your presentation, it's almost like infotainment. There's got to be something where people enjoy the experience of receiving your sales pitch, of receiving your information, of, of interacting with you. It's all about the experience. But the one thing, like the fly just flew by you, and off camera I told you, and By the you, way, that, look, one of
1: my bits, like okay. Al Pacino, it's like, like he's this, always this, looking at this. a fly, that lick something? You got it. Was the fly there?
0: Was no, it, stuck? it was some white thing. Oh. Like, you got it, you just ate it. Oh. Whatever but it was, oh, <laughs> hope it yummy. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, that, what, you know what that was? Shikshesh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why I looked at that camera, that's totally the wrong camera. But Trump, Donald yeah. Trump would do that. Yeah. Look, I'm looking at the perfect camera right now, and if I'm not, <laughs> that person's going to be gone. Um, <laughs>
1: Well, I don't even know what I was gonna say. That was so weird. No, but I was
0: saying, when see we, how you, uh, you get, you get real close. It's like I get in a, the zone. It's like there's a force field. It's an, on an energy there. thing. It just gets you close. Oh, okay. So, but what—that's a good example, though. Off the camera, I told you, and you agreed with me that we're very similar, and that we're both very—you're—you're hyper observant of people, like. I think you can't do what you do. Correct me if I'm wrong in a minute, but like I don't think you can do what you do unless you're just unbelievably observant of people. And I am too. I told you that because my dad was a drinker when he was younger, I'd have to really, obs- I learned at like four or five years old to observe my dad when he'd come home to know which version I was getting. Was I getting the sober, fun, loving dad or was I kind of getting the dad who may be a little bit tired or in a bad mood or, you know. So you learn to read the audience. You yes. learn to read
1: the audience and, the, and then be a person based on that audience mm-hmm. and who... You, that version of you or that piece of you. For me, I was in uh, high school. and when I was in high school, I would actually know when the, when the class, I couldn't tell you how. Maybe I had spider sense, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I, I couldn't tell you how, but I could under, I could feel when the class wasn't understanding stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would ask questions that would help the other students. And I was a B kind of student. I wasn't an A student. Hmm. I struggled this with my son who's way smarter than me but has the same mentality as me. And I wish I could just go, look, you could could be so much further along in the rest of your life (laughs) if you knew what I knew now. But I would actually ask questions. I remember being in a specific Spanish class and saying something, does that mean, and then whatever. And the teacher would say yes, and then a couple more sentences to explain it. And then I could feel the other kids around the room actually engaging and going okay Mm -hmm. now now we got it and Mm -hmm. i don't know why i did it i don't know the teachers would always tell my parents i was a leader and my dad would be like this kid's not a leader what are you talking about (laughs) like because i just i didn't have a ton of confidence as a kid i still don't it still hits me like i know what i can do and i know what i'm really good at but anything new a new adventure is difficult for me. Right now in stand up, mm-hmm. I'm trying lots of new stuff yeah. and it's not all impression based. Mm-hmm. When I go and do the impression, if I know the impression's done, like I, they're never really done, mm-hmm. but it's worked on to a point where it's ready to go, mm-hmm. that I can sell it. But to sell me talking, this is taking what I'm doing right now, and it's because I've been podcasting a lot yep. and talking as myself mm-hmm. that I've learned to. Uh, feel that I'm actually interesting as myself talking. And I can go into this other stuff, which is what sets me apart. Mm-hmm. I can just be talking and become Donald Trump or go Morgan Freeman or just sit in John Mann or John Gruden, man. I can just go from voice to voice. How can, you become like a seven-year-old girl. Oh, yeah, I I've never you. seen anything like, you Maybe. go from just this guy, like, all
0: right.
2: Oh my gosh, that's so awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am, I was, yeah. I'm smitten with you. Yeah. yeah. I love, I, it's why I did the show. I'm telling you right now. And by the way, I appreciate you saying that about your confidence level because you really can't transfer to someone that which you're not feeling. So like even in your stand-up, like you do need to get to that level of comfort with the new material to transfer the certainty to people. I think that in everything we do, that's just something to be conscious of. Like other guys I work with that are in the communication, I'm like, you have to get to the place where you're that confident and certain because the audience senses your lack of certainty, especially by the way, especially, and this is for you salespeople too, especially when there is a portion of your presentation you're more certain about, yes. they can feel the energy difference when you go into the stuff that you're not as certain about. The contrast gives you a, a space that's dangerous energy-wise when you're presenting. A lot of people can feel truth. That's
1: what actors are really good at, creating truth. Now, some mm. people are good, great actors, mm. and they can create a truth. But people can read truth. And when you're coming from something, that's why we use anecdotes, personal anecdotes. Mm. Because a, an emotion is tied to that inside of you. Mm. And then you can tie it. And if it really hits you, the audience will feel that as well. If you just tell it, if you make up a story, yep. a lot of the audience, some of it might buy you, yeah. you know, buy it. But other people are going to be like, eh, just I don't know. I don't know why. And they might not even know why. Mm. But it doesn't... It, when you have that emotion, when you have that, it's, entertainment's not really different than sales. It's not. No, I mean, it, it, when you're an actor, you're just selling that you're somebody else.
0: Great, and I think, I say this to all the time to people. I'm really glad we're going here for a second. I don't think you can transfer to somebody or an audience, a person or an audience, that which you're not experiencing yourself. So if the story is true, or if you do believe it, or if you are confident in it, you'll transfer that certainty to somebody, that energy to someone. If you're not, they feel it, and that's why a lot of times some of my stand-up friends, when they are trying new material, it's difficult to decipher whether the material is good or not because it's not the material that may not be good, it's your lack of comfort and certainty with it. That's also true for those of you that are in sales. It may not be that your presentation is not really what it should be. It may be that you're not yet repetitious enough with it or confident enough with it, where you're transferring the energy to It may not be the words or the joke.
1: Do you, um, and I didn't, I didn't learn about this until acting. I never, mm. I just recently, in the last few years, started taking acting classes. Mm. I, mean, like, I always thought there were, there's no way that that stuff's real or works. Hmm. So I met a guy in Phoenix, his name's Matt Deering, and he's been out to the East Coast to, to train with like some real uh, big time acting coaches. And uh, I never realized how important it was to have things, and this is a sales thing, yeah. this isn't even outside, but it works in knowing your lines in entertainment in a script. Yeah. If you can say a script with while doing something else, then you really know it. Wow, so good. if you memorize to the point where you, like what well, we would memorize a script, and then what we do is we'd play catch or be doing something else while reciting the script back and forth. Yeah. If you can do that, it's second nature cuz we Okay, so I'm talking and well, I'm trying to present awesome. an idea to you, right? Mm-hmm. So I could be doing anything. I could be checking this pillow over here. Mm-hmm. I could I can do anything I want. I can mm-hmm. be taking a drink. Mm-hmm. I naturally pause. I know when to start talking again. But if it were a script, mm-hmm. you ever watch a you ever watch somebody on screen and you know they're like, okay, now I have to take a drink. Yes. And you can see that happen. Yes. Or you try it yourself. That's because you don't know the dialogue that well that you can't you just can't talk through it. Very good. That's really It's an good. amazing, and that's what the best actors can do. They can memorize to a point
0: where they just talk. Well, that's outstanding. I've not heard that before. So if
1: you think, if you have to think, if, if this is as an actor, and I would say this works yeah. in sales too, if you have to think about what you're going to say, you've already lost the audience for that amount of time because Frickin- they're going, wait, You ever see somebody do this? Mm -hmm. And it's not planned. There can be moments where you're thinking of something, but you come out of character of what, because when you're doing a presentation, you're kind of in your character mode of your presentation Mm -hmm. version of yourself. Mm So, if you come out, you gotta think, oh, what was I gonna say here? That part right there, all of a
0: sudden they go, he doesn't know he's talking. Doesn't know he's talking about it, or they don't trust what you're about to say being true. That's so interesting you say that. I just wanna weave a line in here about it. One of the things I always say is that you need to know your lines or your presentation so well, and whatever you're doing, that um, it's reflexive. Meaning you don't think you be because under pressure, under pressure, you respond reflexively to things, and if that reflexes, you don't know it, you're screwed. I just interviewed Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer, and he said the, he's all about energy with these animals, right? It's just really interesting. And I just did it this week; it'll come out, you know, before this comes out. But what was interesting was he said that when he's in best influence with an animal is that he is being, not thinking, which is exactly what you just right. said. I so, mean,
1: when you can when you can relate, and it's a give and take with the audience or whatever you're doing, Mm. we're doing that right now. Mm. There isn't so much, we're not trying to keep to a script. Mm -hmm. Like one of the things you talked about before we came on here, it's like, don't have part A, part B, it's not my turn to talk, it's not your turn to talk, it's let's talk together. Because that's how people actually talk. Correct. In a script, if you don't have it memorized and you're thinking, you don't have it memorized enough, you're like, okay, it's my turn to talk. That's already taking you out of the script. Mm -hmm. It's my turn to talk, you just have to hear it and go. And you're in the moment. I think that applies to all the sales, all presentations. So do I. Everything you're doing, it's that
0: don't think, don't plan, just be. Gosh, that's so good because I'm really glad we're going there because I did something recently on listening that you, you were making reference to earlier. And the only way in sales or even in anything like this is the only way that you can really listen to somebody is that you are already very comfortable with what you would say so that you don't have to be thinking about what you're going to say back to somebody. You can actually just be present. And with don't the plan,
1: don't plan what you're about to say back. Listen to what they have to say because if I listen to what you have to say, my planned response may not fit what you just said. Oh, that's good. So if you do want to get a message across, make sure you address what the person just said first. This is not acting. This is the, yeah. because you can't do that. You can't change the lines in acting mm-hmm. uh, if you're doing a script that's sure. that's written. But in terms of sales relationships in business, don't just have this next thing planned to say because that will turn a person off. Hmm. It's like you're literally. If somebody uses yeah. if somebody uses a word, you using that as a connection, hmm. you lose a connection on uh, when somebody is doing something completely different and on a different plane than you. When they're going off and like, okay, but let's bring it back, like, it's not even that, mm-hmm. it's you asked me a question and I, and I start saying things about acting again, but it had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Because I had this plan in my head
0: and that's not what people want. I watch that a lot in interviews on podcasts too. I'm like, oh, you you didn't even hear what they just said, you just went back into the next thing you had on the list. Do you know, I'm curious, do you know when you're losing an audience and if you do know you're losing it, is there a way to change that?
1: Uh, I mean, right now I lose an audience more because I go off on these tangents to try different things. Mm -hmm. But I'm almost purposely doing that. Speak about that,
0: I think that that's, that's, uh, being willing to take some risks.
1: 100% because I'm so scared, I got got so happy with what I was doing with my act and the formulas in my act, Mm -hmm. that I didn't take a lot of risks and it became, you ever hear the story about stories and this is, Psychological, I mm. guess, as well. Somebody gets in a car accident, the best thing to do is get them in a car again. The longer you wait, mm. the tougher it is to get them back in that car, yep. because they, they'll build up, uh, they'll make the event bigger and bigger and bigger. I was on stage doing the same stuff, over and aboard over, with my act, not taking chances, not learning, not getting better. Yeah. And it took its long bit, but I was out there just making, them, again, that was the business side of me, mm. not the art or the relationship side of me, the relationship there is between me and the audience, mm. and doing a lot of the same stuff over and over. Now, I have to do certain things. If I don't do a John Mann impression, I don't do a Morgan Freeman, I don't do some of these impressions people know me for, people will get, people get upset. I, I believe there's still an audience, and I'm gonna give them the things they want, hey, but in different ways, and lots of different stuff as well. Yeah,
0: you go see the Rolling Stones, they better play Satisfaction, right? you are be right. like, wait a minute, man, I mean, I, I want yeah. your new stuff. Yeah. Anytime you go see a new band, you're like, I, I'll listen to some of your new stuff, but I, came to hear the Right. I want to hear Billy Joe. Stuff. I want to hear Piano Man. Exactly. I, if yeah. I
1: don't get Piano Man, I'm kind of, I'm sad. And he's an entertainer who gets it. Mm-hmm. And he'll do that. Even mm-hmm. you play the new stuff. And it's the art, it's the combination of art and business, which is what pretty much everything is.
0: How do you do an impression? How do you do Gruden? So t- take Gruden for a minute, who, by the way, was my, was a coach of mine at my last year, my freshman year of college. But, so, and you do him magnificently, but like, is it... Is it so t- first of all,
1: the people, everybody should know who he is. He's He, he was a coach, uh, an NFL coach. Mm-hmm. He was a coach with the Oakland Raiders, won a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At the time, the youngest coach to win an, uh, a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, there's more backstory to that, but he's got this look on his face. His nickname's Chucky. Yeah. And the reason they call him Chucky, because he looks like that killer doll man. And he'll just go... And that look, man, I'll tell you, he's another guy. He just sets goals. He's in there at 3.30 in the morning. He's a psycho. Yeah, he's a, crazy. Psycho. he's
0: a psycho. But it's... What was it like when you did the impression for you? And I think most of my audience knows Gruden. Most of them are sports fans. What was it like when you did Gruden with Gruden? Because I saw that at and the that's QB important. table.
1: The first time I met him, he's like, so you're the guy that does me, huh? <laughs> where are you from? And I looked up where he was from, so I said that. I was like, Sandusky, Ohio. He's like, really? I'm like, no. He's like, Good because you were blowing my mind, man. <laughs> but to do this back and forth with them, we were just sitting there like this for like 10 minutes, not 10 minutes, but it felt like that. Just like 10, 15 seconds just going.
0: <laughs> so you do, so, but when you do, and I'm curious, what's And the, I'm
1: o I am a believer, I have friends who do really great impressions, some, some brilliant people. They won't do an impression of somebody they work with. There are certain guys, um, mm. yeah, th- because they're afraid it's gonna, it's gonna bother the person. Um, do you know right
0: away whether you can do someone, or can you do anybody?
1: Oh, I wish I could do it, but I'd, I'd be yeah. So, I, like
0: Gruden, for example, you saw him.
1: I was working on something else, and it became Gruden. I was, I went to ESPN. So I was at Fox for nine years, and the the, the it was what getting a career man. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it, I was there for nine years with Terry Bradshaw and that group. And it just got stagnant. And it was kind of, it it was a time to go away. And every year I was like, I don't know. And finally Fox said, I think it's time. And I was like, okay, I just wish I'd had a a better chance to say goodbye in that situation. But then Mm -hmm. I went over to ESPN. And when I went to ESPN, I had to learn to do different stuff because the stuff that I was doing at Fox that was boring uh, to me, and I think to the audience as well, it wouldn't work at ESPN because ESPN is sports first. The NFL and Fox is kind of like a magazine Mm. where ESPN is like a newsroom and a newspaper. Right. Uh, So a little bit of a different type of situation there. Um, So I started working, they were like, can you do impressions of ESPN people? I was like, I don't know if there's anybody to do. I started watching ESPN more closely for that reason, realized, in that situation, there's more characters on ESPN than there are on Cartoon Network. And I talk about that, like in my act, there's Stephen A. Smith, and the A stands for astronomical, which is where my vocabulary is presently. So you find these different people, Gruen was another one, but I started doing these impressions of people there and realized, hey, this is a different audience, a new audience, but it was like The Simpsons, where they were all famous in their own world. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Are some people uh, built upon others? So, oh, yeah. so like for example, so if you took, areas. I'm just curious, like Morgan Freeman, is there any variation, I'm probably giving the wrong names here, but is Morgan Freeman far removed tonality wise from like a Al Pacino? Yes. They're totally different. I would say totally different. I would, s-
1: I'll, t- I'll give you an example, okay. uh, George W. Bush, Tara Bradshaw and Chris Rock. So it's, wow. they're all pretty close. Hmm. Uh, John Madden could become uh, Bill Walton. How great is that? Unbelievable! Wow. So there, there's the there's different things. It's it's like a muscle, the impression itself. Hmm. Uh, where if you if, if I uh, get that muscle memory there, hmm.
0: it it can uh, it can just be trained. I, one, I, I knew when we did the show that people were going to be really entertained, but I'm really glad also that there's been like these nuggets of things that people. I'm can telling apply.
1: you, I watched. I said once you it, mm-hmm. it messaged me on Instagram, which mm-hmm. I wasn't even. Instagram is one of the things that I'm trying to build right now mm-hmm. because I paid no attention to
0: it. Which everyone is right now. Before you say that's going to follow you. Why we shouldn't do it at the end? We should do it right now. Follow Frank on Instagram at at Frank
1: Caliendo. If you can't spell Caliendo, it's the word, the letter. See, the word alien, and the word do. At, Frank, see, alien, do. And that's a, that's a little business technique uh, I might let you in on. If you talk about something, mm-hmm. like if I screwed it up, and I end up talking about it more, I'll do reads for people sometimes on radio stations, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, the, oh, the, the sponsor's gonna be mad you screwed that up. I'm like, oh no, they're not gonna be mad, because I just did it twice. Mm-hmm. I spent more time talking about how I screwed it up that it became more important, and it became the programming, mm-hmm. it became the entertainment value instead of just a straight read of something. Very good. I go, they'll be, they might be mad today, but give, give me a call in three weeks. Yeah. And they, they started using it.
0: Very true, so, like, man. Like I, I believe that. And also, people should know the way you got here. I told you, there's two people I've reached out to. I reached out to Sebastian. I reached out to you. I chased you to do the show because I've been, I'm using the show kind of as like a weapon lately, where like I want to have people on who. People ask me all the time, why don't you just have all your really, your, the, the well-known friends that you and I both have, why don't you have all them on the show? I probably will have, they've had some on and I'll have more, but I really wanted to meet you. I wanted, that's why you're like, I'm I a... i saw,
1: it. I didn't know what you did. I didn't mm-hmm. know much about you. And right. I, it's funny because as soon as I brought you up, mm-hmm. um... Uh, my brother-in-law, who mm-hmm. could could be like your cousin or mm-hmm. something. I, there's something in the eye. and showed me the nose. And he is, he has your mentality. He's, his name's Chris Vitali, and he's just a, he's Stuck. just a, yeah. He, no, he really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, but he's very driven mm-hmm. and probably the hardest working guy I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And I was in that phase for a little while when I was doing all the radio stations and stuff like that and trying to sell myself. But I've never seen anybody do it this much. Mm-hmm. But his wife, Auntie Candy, mm-hmm. uh, she... She's like, Ed Milet, I love Ed Milet, he's, he's <laughs> I unbelievable. So was, I, 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 I was laughing about that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, everybody knows more about Ed Milet than me. But I started watching mm-hmm. a lot of your videos and I started going, well, I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't do that because I'm not a great reader. It, it, this is what happens in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like I start to read and then I start thinking about everything else. Mm-hmm. But when I see that video, and I, it, you do it in little chunks, mm-hmm. it's very helpful, because that's where we at, I think, as a society, but I was just there way before. Yep. My brain, I, I probably have some type of, um, you know, problem with trying to focus. Uh, yeah, I, think pro- it, I think we're
0: conditioned that way. Now. I wrote a book. It's 100 pages. And the reason I did is you could read it in a day because people don't read three and 400 pages. Number one, their attention span's not that long. Number two, everyone's just a lot busier than they people used to be. People have more
1: stuff to do. There's, everybody's pulling at you from a different direction. You don't have a lot of time.
0: That's why this is so big. That's why the audio portion of this even exceeds the video because they can do this when they're working out. They can do this when they're driving. Right. Think and, about that. Think you, about how important. It used to be the visual most
1: used to be the most important thing in the world. Television won elections right and now audio because we're always doing something else that the audio can be while you're driving can be wi- exactly just you, you, you can argue Frank
0: you could even argue Frank that um, uh, social media wins elections now you could argue that Barack yeah. Obama's advantage when he ran was social media at the time if you go back and look he was the first political candidate and then you look at Trump compared to Hillary on right, social but media so
1: those are small little nuggets mm-hmm. and that cut mm-hmm. that is the time but in terms of the audio, you can do like that stuff you do in between other things you yep. don't do while driving but right. the, the, you can watch little snippets and that's the time but the audio it used to be that video was so much more important mm-hmm. to everybody and i don't believe that anymore because we're always doing something else and we have it was only music people listened to during uh yep. running or working out now people are actually gaining information getting information while doing those other
0: things to help yeah. themselves out yep. Uh, Speak to your social media for a second. You were talking about that because the, the the my show has grown and grown and grown and grown because of the combination of what you just described with the audio. And then clearly, you know, my social media has, has uh, grown to a pretty large extent, at least in the last year and a half when I started. Yeah, my daughter. And, I show my daughter that, that you messaged
1: me and she goes, he has a million followers. Go do mm-hmm. his podcast, Dad. <laughs> it's a,
0: it's, it's good. It's a good validation and that's a lesson. If you're someone in the business world right now or you're an entertainer, listen to me, And you don't have a social media following, it's gonna hurt you getting clients in your business life because social media is now credibility and validation.
1: I I, I don't mean to cut you off, but you said do it whenever? Yes. You go into, if I go into an executive's office, and I, I only have 20 some thousand yep. Instagram followers, mm-hmm. at Frank Caliendo, C A L I E N D O and do, at Frank Caeli. Uh, I only have, that's a, that's bad. My my Twitter is 325,000 or something mm-hmm. like that, because I built that earlier, yeah. and I, I was driven to go do that,
0: but to me that 20,000 is
1: embarrassing for the level mm-hmm. I'm at.
0: Well, we're changing that right well, now. I'm working
1: on it. We're yeah, gonna do we're, that today. We're, we're gonna do that gonna,
0: when this comes out, that will change automatically, but to your point, Somewhat like Dwayne Johnson, let's just use Dwayne for a minute. He's an extreme example in an acting profession, but those of you that are selling mortgages or have a supplement company or a dry cleaners, I don't care what it is, people go there, not Google anymore, they go there to see who you are, whether you're real, whether you're credible, and whether other people think you're an expert in your industry, and I'm telling you right now, Dwayne Johnson is the number one box office star in the world, and it's interesting, you could argue that both feed each other. When he get, when he went to fight, sign some of his largest deals, it doesn't hurt when he says, "I get the kind of engagement on social media that I get." It feeds him getting roles. Robert Downey Jr. is one of the most dominant people on all of social media. Incredible it, gets
1: millions of con, uh, comments just by dancing. Is, okay, is that, I'm actually doing a Robert Downey Jr. Do me a favor, join me. Awesome.
0: Sorry. That no. No, was so good. I get too excited. I'm sorry. That was so good. My but, daughter
1: always says, bring it down. Do it a little deeper, okay? Mm. Favor? Reactions?
2: Commence.
0: <laughs> he. That's Juliet, by the way. Yeah. I love that name. Well, it's, I just kinda, I'm a social media novice to some extent as well, ironically, and I went to look at his and I'm like, this dude just danced for 30 seconds and got 42,000 comments. It's, I mean, it's, he's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's yeah. a stratosphere, right? Well, it helps being in the Avengers, but it also helps having that to get gigs like the Avengers. So this is why you want to grow it. What are you learning? Because you're I'm going to tell,
1: tell you, you're speaking the truth right there. It's mm-hmm. a terrible, I think it's a, in a way a terrible thing, but it's reality. Correct. I judge people yep. and their professionalism based on, if they're local, I'm going to look for lower number. Mm-hmm. If you're a local business person, I'm probably gonna look for a couple to a few thousand Twitter followers or Instagram mm-hmm. followers, maybe a thousand Instagram followers. If you have 35 Instagram followers, I don't believe you're in the business you're in, especially if you're a social media marketer. Mm-hmm. If you're a social media, if that's your expertise, and you have 35 followers, how come you can't get yourself? How are you gonna sell me if you can't sell yourself? Yep. So we do judge, it's just, it's. You might try not to. You might believe you're
0: not doing it, but you are. Well, people need to wake up to this. I'm so glad you're saying this because 15 years ago, what mattered was these little initials people thought on your business card like MBA or CLU or whatever the heck the thing is on your business card. Now, that stuff's I mean, that's not completely irrelevant, but it's pretty close to it nowadays. What they're checking is do you have a following on social media? Do people engage with you? And then also, what are you posting? You were teaching me things. And, off camera. and
1: you know what? As you start to get some momentum with it, use it. it, it people don't realize this. Uh, nobody remembers. This is probably 15 years ago. I don't even know when it was. I was the number one thing on YouTube for a while with my George W. Bush hmm. versus Bill Clinton. How are they different? How are they similar? Hmm. And I, it, it was that's and it's still only 13, 14 million people, Whoa. but wow. it's, 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 viewers. But at one point it was five million when nobody had anything. Mm. And then I got beat by a cat that falls down a canyon. Or something <laughs> right. ridiculous like that. By the way, you're the weirdest texter in the world. That thing Can you me? do where you do a voice recording and yes. then send the voice recording? Yes. You're one of the only people I've ever yep. <laughs> seen. Do, do you not like the text? Or uh, it's it-
0: faster and okay. um, it, start, uh, it started with Tony Robbins doing it with me. Okay. He's constantly, hey, you know, he'll do those voice. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool because when I'm driving, I can't type. But the challenge with it is what you just said. Probably thirty percent of the people don't know to press the play button when I send those, so they never get my message. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh,
1: it was just an odd thing to me. A unique. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say odd. I'm going to mm-hmm. use uh, the correct terms because it didn't. It wasn't a negative. Right. It was. Uh, it was a different thing. Mm-hmm. But it gave me some like insight into you. Uh, well, here's a little even
0: sicker thing. Like I think everybody should take a little less. It's here's way more per- personal. Well, that's the. Th- and I don't have a lot of. Everyone just. It's just, odd just at first, but then personal. Oddly personal. And right. so, no, but when you- Which stay, should
1: be, that's going to be our sitcom. But, Bodley
0: perfect. <laughs> but when you, the, the, I'll tell you why I do it. Another reason. And it's why I do a podcast too. I don't have a whole lot of gifts. Okay. I just, I, I don't. One of them though is I do have, or you've taught me that I use it a certain way. I do have a rather authoritative voice. Mm -hmm. This is important, everyone. And so any chance I can use my voice when I'm communicating other than other things, I don't have the particular, for me, when you look at me, I already know, like if you and I walked in, we were selling mortgages together, immediately, visually, everyone should take an inventory. The most successful and happiest people are self-aware. That's why you're so successful. We just didn't get to it today because you're super self-aware and aware of other people. If me and you walked in to sell a mortgage, and you made them pick immediately. Which of these two people do you trust more? They would pick you. You have more of a trust. I'm on acquired taste. So I know visually, I'm not easy to digest in the beginning, right? I just, I know that about myself. So, but what I do have going for me is my voice. And so any chance in any kind of communication, I can use my voice and I'll I use it. I'll
1: tell you, on uh, the, the mortgage thing, mm. you look prepared. <laughs> no, but it's <laughs> like everything down is mm-hmm. like everything. Mm-hmm. There's a... I'm trying to, I, I don't mean this in a negative I, way, but it could. But you said it, it, you're an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I could see that mm-hmm. is because you do look so well put together that I'm like, there's almost a barrier of can I trust this guy? That's exactly what it He's is. He's so. Uh, it's so well-groomed, everything's together. And you have a, you have a stare that mm-hmm. is, can look through. Mm-hmm. I met Tom Cruise years ago. And when mm-hmm. I met Tom Cruise, I thought he was putting a hole in my head. His <laughs> eyes, mm-hmm. the way Gruden does it too, yeah. you know that. But there's this, the eye, a lot of people can't do that. Mm-hmm. It's My son, I talk about this in my act, my son, he doesn't look at another person, mm. like it's always like they got a big mole <laughs> right here and he doesn't. he's not sure if he should look at it or not. Mm. But you put him on that Xbox headset, he's like, we will form in a 2 by two formation, this is a code red, they code red. Like he's suddenly the army general from Toy Story. And kids in this day and age, they can talk to each other as long as they're looking at a screen and it's not them on the screen. They can communicate all, all day talking to each
0: other like this. Mm-hmm. But you put them eye, eye to eye, all of a sudden it's kind of weird. That social media contributes to that too. So that's kind of one of the reasons I do it and then you you have this multitude of giftedness, but I already know. Like my, I know what my deficiencies are. Everybody should be taking an inventory of these things too, and and I kind of know Make what a it couple a of my checklist. Are. Make, Make it's one checklist. of the thirty-two thousand checklists. <laughs> thirty-two
1: thousand four hundred and six now.
0: Mike, Mike, is literally dying laughing over here. Was that
1: right? Was I right on the money
0: with that? You're pretty close. I'm not going to lie to you. You're pretty close. But it has to. I can tell by where you shaved. Yeah, I well, can tell. It's it's uh, the beard's going away tomorrow, so enjoy it while All it's wrong? here. they got a little bit too much beard dye going today, but it's it's the way it goes. So uh, I want to ask You'll you. Also-
1: are amazing at getting back on track because I am a tangent machine and you were able to, only one time did you struggle at some point. That that was something I learned from you Mm. uh, right here in in watching Mm. this go. I, I knew you were, I knew you were a taskmaster, a person who could get things create a goal, go get it. But your ability to remember what we were talking about before I went on the tangent is fantastic.
0: Well, it's, it's difficult because I really, uh, with most of my guests, but particularly today, like I, you can tell I'm my fate, I'm really, I enjoy it. Like I really enjoy it. I'm really grateful we did this today. Because I know a side of you now that, you know what it is? It makes me root for you more. And it right. Also, that's
1: it, the human element, as mm-hmm. opposed to just the impressions and seeing the characters. Mm-hmm. You, you, that's what I'm looking for.
0: So, what I want to ask you last, though, that I think is important for people, because they're going to find you on Instagram. Uh, at Frank Caliendo, at Frank Caliendo, something about alien in there. The word C,
1: the letter C, the word alien, the word. Because people can't do it. They'll be, are you? I remember when I first would go out to like uh, uh, Minneapolis and stuff. Are you that Frank Calamari? Yeah, I'm from the ocean. <laughs> I'm fresh. <laughs> i yeah, squid.
0: Fresh baked squid. So let me ask you this last question because I ask a lot of my guests this, and I think you can help with this. And uh, you're not prepped for this one, but I think your answer will be awesome. So, someone's watching this and they've, they've known who you are, now they've got a little bit of a little behind the scenes about Michelle and the kids and your personal life and the transition and your career and all that stuff and some of the keys of how you've done what you've done, but if you were to meet with one of these people right. who are in my audience, most of the people that are in this audience listening or watching this today, they wanna to take their life to a different place from where it is, just like what you do right now. Right. You've got a really successful life, but you wanna to go to a different place now. What would your advice be to them
1: I mean, honestly, I think it's, because I'm in that phase again now, Yeah, it's set the goals and then try to attain the goals. Uh, Dude, really, literally all the stuff that I say that I'm making fun of you for Mm -hmm. is the stuff that actually works. Mm. You write stuff down. Mm. Put the motivational Mm. stuff up in front of you. Believe Mm. it, talk talk to yourself. Mm. Talk to, if you say things out loud, you can make things happen. I haven't heard you say that, but it seems like something you would say. Mm-hmm. But it's because there's truth to that. If you get yourself to believe something, the only way things really happen and continue to happen is if you believe they're going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you if you put that out there, that negative energy out there, it's one of the things you talk about. People aren't born believing they can't do something. Mm-hmm. Some other outside influence gets you there. Mm-hmm. Not sure if I believe that one hundred percent. Um, I don't mean to to contradict it, but I think it's, I think it definitely is elevated by people. You Mm -hmm. might have doubts. Mm -hmm. Um, If if it was completely pure, yeah, I think so. But we always have even little bits of don't Mm -hmm. do this, don't do that. Mm -hmm. But as we get going and in society, everybody's saying don't, 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 no, no, no. Mm -hmm. And you start to go, what can I do? And then you give up. Yeah. You put those, uh, put those all aside and just, if you set yourself up with goals and we all have limits. Mm-hmm. Uh, can, but you can be the if you can be the best You at least you can walk away going I tried my hardest I did my best that's exactly right and you can live with that yes I can live with failing in a situation if I know I gave it 100% and truly cared mm-hmm. if I didn't care I'll have regrets
0: wow that's how, really good
1: how many regrets have you had in your life because like, if I had just spent that little extra time instead of going out and hanging out with my friends mm-hmm. I would have had this deal I would have done this and that could have springboarded something else
0: yeah. Um, that's really good, Frank. And I, I want to just say one thing to you about that. I do think that doubt is a natural part of being a human. So I don't, I want to make sure everybody's right. clear on that. I think the negative beliefs that confirm those doubts that, were they, given yeah. to us when we were young. Because I don't want everyone out there to think Even that as an
1: adult, they do it, con- people do it constantly. You can't just go on Twitter for a second they'll tell you how bad you well, are. Well, go read
0: all the comments from interview today. There's going to be two people out of 4,000 who are going to have something to say negative about something you or I said. The thing that's natural in life is to have doubt. That's why we have prayer, that's why We have that's why we work on our confidence. That's part of growing. But what isn't natural is to have people install the beliefs that confirm those doubts in us when we're young. And the more we're aware of those. The more successful and happier we can become, at least in my opinion. Yeah. So, so today was rocking, dude. Like, like I, I did not know where today was gonna go, No. and I'm really, I'm still really still not sure where it went. It was awesome. It just so was awesome, so much so That's that I want to do it again. Six hours we did. We did six hours, but we'll edit it Cut down it to down. like four and a half, something like that. But I, I want to tell you, first off, thank you, brother. Yeah, I enjoyed you. it. I didn't enjoy it so much, and I want you guys to be following Frank on social media because I think I want you to watch the journey's about to go on. I want you. I know you're all rooting for him now. Plus the fact. You know what, every day you're gonna get something that's just gonna make you feel better, but you're gonna laugh, you're gonna smile, you're gonna know what's going on in his life. And then also with me, if you're not, follow me on Instagram. Remember that turn your notifications on because we run the max out two minute drill every day. There's three ways to win now on my Instagram, everybody. I wanna remind you this. Number one, if you just make a comment within the first two minutes when I make a post in my main feed, we usually give you about five minutes. Number two, if you make a comment on other people's comments, you have a better chance of winning. We pick winners from there. And then third, if you miss the first two minutes, I make about five or six posts a week. As long as you just make a comment at any point in the day, at any time, you're picked as a winner. Anybody who makes a comment on every post all week, we pick winners from there as well. You get right on my jet, my book, uh, interactions with my guests, coaching calls with me, tickets to see me speak, all kinds of cool stuff. So please interact with me. I read your comments, as you know, I get back to couple thousand of them a day, typically. I want to engage. I want to know what's going on in your life. I want to help you. Okay. So God bless you, everybody. If you enjoyed today's show. Before you wrap it
1: up, I I want to uh, mention this to the podcast that I've been doing. Uh, Frankpods.com. We'll bring you to both of them. One's called Comic Playground. That's a fun little one. A little more, less about this, but then another one's called Al and Frank Try to Be Serious. Okay. And Al Jackson and I talk about a lot of things that are political subjects without being political about them. And, and just human beings and trying, it's actually kind of what you talk about too. It's about, hey, listen to arguments from the other side and be a human being instead of just disliking somebody who disagrees with
0: you. W- wouldn't the world be better for that? So please also uh, get into Frank's podcast there as well. Okay, everyone, God bless you. Max out.
1: Man, I screwed up the end. Max out again. <laughs> Take the peak. Max Oh. This
2: is the Ed Show.